Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bees in a Pod. Uh, I'm your uh, Queen Bee host, Mo. And I'm co-host, Worker Bee Mash. And uh, yeah, this is Bees in a Pod. This is a podcast. Not about anything in particular. It's more about just speaking to people. We want to hear stories and explore different kind of topics. But really, it's led by our guests. And there's going to be two different types of episodes going on. So we're going to have one set of episodes that's going to be specifically with guests so it's you know it's going to be nice and quiet uninterrupted uh, podcast with guests so we're going to be speaking with community leaders people running projects um young people alumni leaders activists just generally amazing people because we work with so many amazing people uh, and then the other type is going to be like today where we're going to be speaking with members of the public we're just going to be out in the open it's going to be a bit bit chaotic bit bit interrupted but it's going to be good uh, and a little bit of background about LIC. So for those who are first listening in, uh, Leaders in Community or LIC are a youth-based charity based in Poplar, Tower Hamlets, East London. Uh, and we run a centre called the Teviot Centre. Uh, and we run a bunch of community projects here for pretty much every kind of person in the community. Um, and alongside that, our main offer is uh, youth leadership and social action projects for young people. So we support young people into employability uh, and uh, to create social action campaigns where they, uh, yeah, they take action about something they care about. And a lot of our young people have gone on to do amazing things. Uh, I'm a former young person from LIC. I joined when I was 14 with uh, the music program of Saeed, our current CEO. We'll have him on in a special episode. Uh, but I'm not the only one. There's loads of us uh, here at LIC who used to be young people. Uh, but that's us in a nutshell. That's in, in nice. A nice... I think that was the perfect summary. So we're here at the Food Co-op Organic Launch where uh, our amazing colleague Melanie has uh, managed to source uh, organic produce at non-organic prices. So we want to make healthy food accessible to people especially now when things are really expensive hard to get by and it's hard to eat healthy it's hard to eat we, we always we've been reflecting especially here at the center that there's not a lot of healthy options around We're sur- and generally in Thailand is a theme especially accessible healthy options the cheapest option is chicken and chips it's hard to avoid um, but our first guest here uh, is Saeed Saeed is the uh, what's the official t- is it CEO or head let's, of charity let's let him introduce it I'm Saeed I'm a bit short for this try, you, you can, it's adjustable you can just pull it how do I so just pull it by this bit here yeah, they, oh there you go okay okay yeah, okay, okay. there you go you can tell I'm new to this yes. oh is that better yeah it sounds much better alright yeah. cool let's start again yeah go for it well I mean it's rolling yeah it's, it's rolling, rolling. It's rolling. Like, guinea pig so described as so I am Sai the guinea pig aka head of charity at leaders of community and one of the original founding members as well um, and yeah I've heard a lot about this podcast that I'm apparently assigning funds towards so I thought I'll <laughs> come down and see if it's value for money or not um, yeah really excited to be on here guys thanks for having me thank you so um, do you want to just give a bit of a background? Because I, I spoke about LIC, but as a, like a really brief overview. I don't know if you want to talk a bit deeper about what we're trying to achieve. Um, just while I get, I've got some questions to ask, but uh, just while, whilst I pull them up, just if you can just that, yeah, talk a bit more about LIC. So leaders and community, we're showcasing the fact that young people are the change, right? That young people not only care about their futures, but they care about their families and about their communities uh, and wider society. And today is such a fantastic example that just highlights this um, fact. 
So, you know, um, healthy eating is something that everybody can benefit from. And it's the young people that work here at Leaders in Community that have championed this, made sure that, you know, our communities and their peers can gain access to good quality food that would improve their quality of life, not just their health, but their overall quality of life, their well-being. Um, they're not looking at this in isolation. They know that in order to, you know, have good drive and motivation you need to be mindful of what you put in your body and that then and also the they reduce their carbon footprint on the environment so so this project this food co-op um that we are running now, now organic food co-op is such a great example that showcases when young people are informed about um the things that affect us and the changes that need to be made they take action and that's exactly what this is um, and leaders and community more broadly speaking it is young people um it's us supporting uh, young people overcome barriers to progression whatever that may look like and we do that through offering genuine leadership bespoke leadership courses and for youth social action campaigns and i would say that this food co-op um event taking place behind me right now is an example of one of the social action campaigns that our young people have been working on that was a great, Amazing. great summary. That's why he's the boss. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a few questions. Um, you pick the number, more and I'll read it after him. I, I can't. Do you want to pick, pick a question? A number, pick a number. I can't. I can't read this. Nah, let's, let's go randomize it. Just pick a number. One to fifteen. Uh, Just know that I'm reviewing your performance right now as we speak <laughs> as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Let's do. Did you just say 1 to 50? 15. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not going to ask all these questions. Yeah, go for it. Go for it, go for it. Come on, start with the first one. Let's go. Uh, all right. T tell me about a person who's had a significant impact on your life. Uh, and, you know, what was one lesson they taught you that you'll never forget? My grandmother, hands down. Um, most stable adult in my life that I've had. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to still have to this day. Uh, my link to what I'll say, the garden, the homeland. She is that piece of continuity, a living piece of history. Um, and what, what one lesson did you say? Oh gosh, you know, she, she, she helped lay the foundation of who I am as a person and what true resilience looks like. That's what she taught me. That, you know, when I will feel embarrassed when she speak up despite her broken English to stand up for herself, I used to feel embarrassed that, like, oh God, man, just, you know, don't say anything as a child. And I, looking back, I, I realized that no, she she was a prince she is a principled woman and she you know she um she knows her value you know, and she knows her value is not limited to her lack of academic qualifications or her ability to converse in a specific language i mean this, this amazing woman can speak four languages but four languages by the way been since the 1950s has suffered so much trauma and is hands down the absolute strongest person i've ever met in my life and and, and i've proud to say that I've met some incredible people through this line of work um, so that's a big statement coming from me she speaks uh, Bengali Hindi Urdu um, English and she touches a little bit on um, kind of Turkish and Gujarati as well she speaks Gujarati actually I don't know if people are going to mock me if that's the same as, as one of the other languages that I just mentioned but because when she first came here there wasn't um, a, a Bengali community and so people of colour you know, supported one another. That was true community spirit. You know, uh, they will travel to, to seek out and see, and see one another, to support one another uh, in whatever way they could. 
And thanks to that as well, she got to learn, you know, the common language here is food. So she's learned how to cook multiple cuisines. Um, and, you know, so, it's, and again, that's where my love of food and cooking comes from as well. Food's really important. It's really important because when I, when I moved out, I, that's when I really learned how important it is to eat together. I was talking to my mom about it recently because um, I've been um, banging my head against all trying to organize all my family members to have a meal at my mom's because it's been everyone like my brothers have moved out I've moved out and it's um, everyone's busy uh, and when I moved when I moved into my flat I stopped um, I stopped cooking for myself unless I was going to bring food and share it with someone else because that that whole sense of, like it doesn't feel right to eat by yourself it's well-being isn't it like I, I'm an avid tea drinker and I stopped drinking tea when I when I moved out at the age of 21 because it it just suddenly put into sharp relief the fact that I, actually I was by myself in this space. And whereas tea is a very social activity, uh, in my, especially in my grandmother's house, she's such a popular person as well. She's always feeding others. That door and that phone is constantly, constantly going. And um, and I was uh, the main tea maker, mm. the chaiwala, <laughs> so to speak. Um, and I, I never got to delegate that to anybody else. The older I got, that still remains my role <laughs> to this day. So every time, yeah, every time I started, you know, making tea at home, I, I realised that actually uh, I'm by myself and I'm mm. distant. I have this distance um, with, with my family members. So I stopped drinking tea for, until I got married actually. Uh, so it's a really, really interesting point. And it also shows that it's the one thing that held families together. So even when yeah, there was friction yeah. and conflict, no matter how angry you are, your belly sun <laughs> your belly overrules the heart and the mind at times you know your physical needs at, at, at a certain point essentially become the most important uh need that needs to be addressed so even if you're not speaking to somebody in your family you know that the, the smell of that food that you know your mouth starts salivating and you'll find your way back to that home right um, so it's such a powerful tool, I think, that people underestimate now. And again, I know we're, we're speaking about, like, you know, our families and things like that, but I can't help but think these are some of the thoughts that sit behind why we're so passionate about the food co-op and what we do now. People are sitting there wondering, well, you're a youth organisation. Why on earth are you doing this? These are the kind of conversations that we have with our young people who predominantly come from um, black, Asian and mixed heritage backgrounds. These are... Some of the common themes that unite us, no matter what our backgrounds are, what our, what our heritage is, you know, everybody can um, attest to the fact that food is what unites us and is such an important part of our upbringing and our social cohesion, yeah, right? And our and, stories and, and an exploration of cultures because we we we're, we're in like you know town hamlets like we've got everyone here. There's it's such a mixed diverse area and historically as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Always exactly, and and food is. It's such a, it's an easy, accessible way to start exploring other cultures and building those connections. Because what my personal experience, um, I'm Moroccan and uh, I grew up around a lot of Bangladeshis and um, exploring your food was really interesting to me because there are certain things that you guys eat or prepare similar ways that we do. Um, and Give us an example. You're, uh, really around the sweets, like um, sweets are kind of universal in a, in a sense, but um, like your halwa similar to kind of the stuff that we have as well um, and for those that don't know that's like a sweet doughy um, carrot <laughs> I know I'm getting it mixed I'm getting it mixed <laughs> it up. always reminds me of play-doh but essentially it's yeah. like a sweet dough with like raisins um, quite sugary lovely yeah. absolutely love it but it was it was um, yeah it was through food that because uh, going to my friend's house and trying 
um, all kinds of like home Bangladeshi food um, kind of broadened my understanding of, of Bangladeshi culture because you know I grew up around Bengalis um, so it's, it's yeah it was a really nice opportunity to really understand it well well, you can, um, you know, it's worth not mentioning as well that food can also um, dilute or destroy cultures because if you look at our, our eating habits now, adults and young people, the fact that we're developing tastes that are taking away, taking us away from our traditional um, foods that our families cooked at home and have been eating for, for centuries, actually is is cause creating this um, disassociation and distance with our cultural roots and heritage, and actually a lot of our parents and grandparents feel less and less valued because when they had no money and they couldn't offer much the very least they can pour their heart and soul into making excellent excellent quality food that was feeling that they took a lot of pride in and um, they spent time investing in creating that kind of food and people are not eating that anymore so without that what else they don't feel like they have anything else to offer which, which is not true but that's 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 what we're facing right now so i think championing good food and you know fruit and veg here if you look at um, many of us that come from uh, Black Asian and mixed heritage background, come from poor backgrounds, right, or low uh, um, low income backgrounds. That's right. Um, and so we come up with amazing, wonderful ways of utilizing fruit and vegetables. Okay. And so being able to, you know, give the best quality version of those products means that you know our communities can take pride in what they serve at home and reintroduce if, if they're if, if the young people have forgotten or moved away from um kind of cultural foods they can reintroduce that in a very healthy way back into their families right yeah because all of us come from like traditionally back home we eat loads of vegetables because it's it's the most accessible kind of food it's the cheapest kind of food I mean, traditionally you lot probably I'm, I mean I'll speak as one of the younger lot out of you you guys but I <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely hate vegetables and I think um, it is saddening because the young the younger kids children everyone you just hear it all the time how it's a stereotype make sure your kids eat veggies like so how do you then get them to, to have a love for it and actually enjoy enjoy having vegetables well, this, this is part of the wider conversations and well first you build up um you educate you know um our communities and that starts with our young people like i said at the beginning our young people had a change you don't know what you don't know you can't fight what you don't know you don't know what's been taken away from you we we, we we, people don't realize just how addictive the majority of the food that we consume, the processed food that we consume really is. They don't know what we're fighting against, what's invaded our bodies. You know, our minds, it's very difficult to tell someone to stop eating certain food things when they've been, essentially, they have to be weaned off it in some cases because we don't use the word addiction when it comes to the um, fizzy drinks and cheap um, processed foods that, you know, we're, we're showing today that healthy food can be accessible can be nutritious can be delicious it's taken us a lot of work but this is what happens when enough people become educated on what we really need 
And actually, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're going back to our roots. We're actually selling things that we already know is good for us. We have this received witness, uh, wisdom. And so we're leaning on the wisdom of our parents, of our communities, and we're trying to promote this wisdom that we've cultivated and, and over the, the last hundreds and hundreds whole, of years, the right? The setup of a co-op as well is super accessible. Yes. And I know Limehouse, the Limehouse co-op in particular, trying to, um, they, they've kind of moved ahead of us in that sense of trying to get local residents to understand they can do it themselves. Yes. Like for anybody watching, it, it's it's crazy that not all of us know this. So we have, for those who have big families, you can just order fruit and veg directly from a supplier if you have a big enough family and, and enough orders to meet their minimum quantity you guys can just all order your fruit and veg together and you'll cut costs like crazy especially if you shop around for good suppliers and for anybody who wants to do that you can come talk to us like we can recommend suppliers we've gone through quite a few um, Melanie's a great person to talk to um, yeah it's, it's crazy it's so accessible it's, and it's such a great um, system that's super underutilized and I'm still in shock that we're able to to offer this but really when you think of it it's not at its root it's not something difficult to do scaling it to, for a community center is where we found the challenges to scale it to this extent but, but this is just a start isn't it today yeah, exactly. like, I know there's food cups going on for a while so a lot of hard work's gone into making this today happen but this is just the tip of the iceberg this is the beginning this we don't just want to invite people down here to buy um, affordable organic products we want to build relationships so that we can have conversations like this this is the whole point you know so we can have build meaningful relationships so that you know people understand that our intentions are genuine that we are genuinely trying to support people and their families and this community right we should also give a shout out to um st hilda's food co-op who have been who are trailblazers have been doing this stuff for about i think over 17 years i believe so you know they showed us that this was possible and we are now part of this fantastic collective of food co-ops you know we have this philosophy here we're not trying to reinvent the wheel no one organization can do all of this stuff by themselves we're not trying to do it by ourselves we need like you know we we are working with other like-minded fantastic organizations that have their own approach to getting things done but as a collective we're able to share best practice and that's what that, that's what it takes to make this happen you know that like we're not competing against one another we are ra raising each other up and by extension we're raising up our communities together we're taking a more holistic approach to this right so um there's just so much to celebrate um today there is just so, i'm so proud today honestly and, and i should say that i take absolutely no credit for, for for today at all huge amount of credit goes to our wonderful colleague uh, melanie who works here part-time she pulled this off working just two days a week at, and she did it in less than a year absolutely incredible it's a testament to the fantastic people i get to work with every single day here at the eating community some of them are a bit odd they wear b-suits every now and then <laughs> but you know like it's just hey, you must have joined us on this podcast i don't know what you're talking I'm about i'm a fan you know yeah. i'm a fan don't worry about it i'm a champion of bees as well yeah so i mean let's let's just finish it off with just some parting words uh, and then we'll open it up to the to, to everybody else um, so yeah, just uh, do you have any parting words? Yeah, I love this. I think that this this is such a great format. I can't wait to see where this bees in a pod goes next. I want to get everybody that I know that's part of our networks um, onto this podcast series. I want to show other youth organisations like, look, we innovate here. Be bold. You know, you've got this. Will happen when you listen to young people as well. Like we come up with ideas, and a lot of thought. On a serious note, a lot of thought has gone behind the purpose behind this bees in a pod even down to 
um, the costumes that you're wearing, the, the, the way you've applied um, the face makeup on, a lot of thought and care has gone into this, as it does into everything that Leaders Community does. We, we are not a frivolous organisation. We, we're a very small, small team. So we're very careful about, you know, making sure that we maximise the use of all the resources that we have at our disposal. And the best resources we have, of course, are the other people that's involved in this. So uh, it's a privilege being on here t today, I, I hope. Um, and then just waffle on us, you know, I've said some things that no, perhaps good. people might find. Having you. Yeah. Having yeah, you. Was yeah. Oh, no, but you're going to start making people cringe here. There'll, be, there'll, be, there'll be more episodes. Yeah, um, yeah, like I'm we said, we, we, uh, During our intro, we mentioned that we're going to... There's two formats to this. There's one that's going to be like a one-to-one -one interview, a special interview, uh, a podcast episode with someone. And then something like this, where it's just, it's in the middle of an event, in the middle of the day, um, just quick, casual conversation. So we'll definitely have you on on the kind of a specific episode and we'll have kind of, we'll explore things in a bit more detail. Anytime, I'm happy. Thank I'm you. Happy. Thank How you, Sayed. Take care, guys. We're getting him out of his work. That's why he's <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Anytime that's away from that screen, man, is, a, is healthy for me. I've actually really enjoyed this morning. And funny yeah, enough, nice. as I've been, this, this, you, for, for people that don't know, they, they gave me the LIC phone to try and capture <laughs> some footage and pictures. I don't know if any of it will be usable, if so any of it would um, get me in a bit of trouble. <laughs> but, he's been um, taking selfies all day, that's what he's self trying to say. Oh, wait until you see the footage. Okay, I think I captured some really impactful stuff. But anyway, guys, thanks again for having me on Thank and um, I look forward to the next time. Take care. Thank you. Bye. See you soon. Yeah, bye.